and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. So my guest today, uh, we actually have so much in common, myself and and this person. Uh, He calls himself the depressed poet. Uh, He's a fellow poet and a podcaster. He's a a mental health advocate. But that's where the similarity ends. He's the former host of the weekly Outlaws for Christ radio show. Uh, He was also the, the host of the children's cable show, Body Slam on Drugs, and he's the former co-host of the TV show Wrestling Tracks USA. He now hosts his own podcast called Coffee and Prayer. Welcome, Doc Dalton. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Brendan. I appreciate it very, very much. All right, so my my, my pleasure to have you here. Um, we, We met recently, haven't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. And um, how, how did we meet? Where was that? We belonged to a, a poetry group called Red Thread Poets. And um, the gentleman, Peter, who uh, I guess you could say runs the group, had a Zoom call. And we were on a Zoom call together. And there was people on this call from all parts of the world. I know Peter's up in Ontario, you're in the UK. I'm in the States, you know, but I I know Jenny Starling was there from Wales, and um, it was very interesting. Very nice, very interesting. Yeah. Peter actually says that he doesn't run it. He says that God runs it. And he does say that, yeah. <laughs> He says that yeah. God, God is the founder of, yeah. of Red Thread Poets, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. And that kind of fits the ethos of uh, the, the creative Christian chat show, because you know, right. we're, all, we're all Christians, uh, and, and we're all creative on, on, right. on this show. Um, so perhaps you could tell us what it means to you to be a Christian and, and, and why is it so important in your creativity? Well, you know, I, I come from, I want, I want to word this the right way. I, I feel that I come from a little bit of a different background and I was involved with pro wrestling for a long time. And uh, I'm sure it's the same over in the UK by you as it is here. In the stage, you know, you see those guys dressed up and yelling and screaming and threatening each other, and then they go out for a cup of coffee afterwards. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and um, and so it's the same over here. But when I was doing that, uh, I got contacted by a police department who yeah. asked if I'd be interested in doing a show called Body Slam on Drugs, and the show was geared toward the youth in an effort to help teach them the dangers of drug and alcohol abuse. During this time. I was having problems and I didn't know what was going on. And I was so caught up in everything that I was doing and I'm running around in a red, white, and blue outfit and, you know, <laughs> yelling and screaming. And, and the truth was I was falling apart and I was having major depression and I didn't know it. Mm. And um, we started taping the show. We did it for three years and, and it kept building up. And this one day I just said, I can't do it anymore. And I walked away. And I mean, literally just walked away. Shortly thereafter, I was doing a radio show. I was actually doing two radio shows. And I did the exact same thing. It just built up and I walked away. After that, I ended up in the hospital. 
for uh, depression. Twice. 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 And yeah, and while there, the second time, uh, a doctor came to me and said, "I have a suggestion. You should try writing poetry." <laughs> now the truth is, I was not in a good mood, and I thought he was crazier than I was. <laughs> But I was locked up. I had no choice, you know. So I said, okay. And he gave me a pad and pencil. He brought me to a room. He said, start writing. And I did. And what happened was everything that was coming out of me was stuff that I never even spoke about. And it was about, and 90% was about God. And, you know, the, the, the beauty of the ocean shores, the power of the waves, you know, um, that's the beauty of it all. That was one of the poems. And I had another poem. When God's angel become my friend, and um, more did you forget about me? And these people in the hospital going, this is really nice. Now, I took it as, you wouldn't tell a crazy guy in the hospital that he's writing bad poetry <laughs> and push him over the edge. And then my wife came to visit me, and she said, you didn't write this. And yeah. I said, no, I did. I did. She said, no way. Am I going to go, Dad, you wrote this? Yeah. And I go, yeah. And, and that's where what I refer to as my God thing started. And, um, and I still went through tough times, but I always reach back to that. And if you go to my website, you'll see that I say, I'm not a great writer because I'm not, I don't mm -hmm. consider myself, I don't consider myself a good writer. What I do consider myself is a, a man who stumbles through his words so he can make it through his days. And now at this point in my life, it's the same. And, and a perfect example was the other night. Some words started going through my head. I wrote down a line or two. I went to bed. I woke up and a poem was on my mind. On my, on my mind. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm still writing this poem called The Journey. In fact, I sent it to Peter this morning. <laughs> and uh, I said... Let me know what you think, because I've been going crazy for the last two days, you know, and uh, my wife goes, you got to get some sleep, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but I have a prayer. I pray a lot. That's how I know I believe in God, because why would I pray to somebody that's not there? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm very appreciative, even yeah. if I don't like over here down in the States, we're going crazy. I mean, we're just maniacs over here. Our world is out of whack. And, I pray to him and tell him, I know you're doing something. Even though I don't know what you're doing, I appreciate what you're doing. And um, so as a Christian, I, I call myself sometimes, sometimes I get caught up in the word. Sometimes I call myself a believer. And, uh, and, but but I, am a, I am a Christian and, um, and I'm a believer. And, <clears throat> and, and that's where I'm at. You know, I, I pray, I give thanks, I'm truly appreciative, I'm grateful, and um, I've been sick for a year, my thinking has changed yeah. tremendously, tremendously. When you say and, you've been um, sick, what, what, what have you been sick with? I um, in, in 2020, in March of 2020, I caught COVID. Right. And was very, and was very, very ill. Yeah. In March of 2021, I got my first vaccine shot. In April of 2021, I got my second vaccine shot. Whoa. Right after I, yeah, right after, uh, right after that, I became extremely ill, and uh, and I thought I really thought I was dying. So did everybody else. I was very very ill, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't have a conversation. I was get 
at the time, I didn't know what's going on, but we got into a conversation, and it was more than losing my train of thought. I mean, I lost my mind. I, I couldn't have a conversation at times. I couldn't think right at times. I was in a wheelchair for uh, a period of time. I couldn't walk down the hallway. Wow. My wife would hold me. My daughter would come over and hold me. And I had pain in every joint. I still do. Yeah. And I was taking medicine. And when I took this medicine for a long period of time, it affected my eyes. So I had to stop taking the medicine. Then I would be in pain. Um, I would fall asleep at the drop of the hat. Then after going to a number of hospitals and being tested, I was told that I had what was known as long haulers syndrome. Yeah, that's we call we, yeah. we call that long COVID in the UK. Long COVID, that's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. And I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people that have it. Uh, it's not publicized on our television too much over here because I'll be honest with you, our media is corrupt. And um, and I'm happy to say that you know because they're <laughs> shut. They're shutting up a lot of people. Yeah, and and, and it's it's true. It's true. It's you're, corrupt. You're not the first and, person. You're not the first American to tell me that. Well, it's un, it's unbelievable. It's, I always say, like, if you watch a company's network, you could see somebody get shot live on TV, and they would talk about how beautiful the sky was. You know, and they would leave that out. And it's true. It's, it's really true. But I met a lot of people. One of the things that I was having, and I still have a little bit, was hallucinations. And I would wow. see people. I would see things. I would see lights. I was in a, a restaurant with my wife and my daughter and granddaughter. And I seen a supermarket on fire. And the supermarket is like on fire big time. But I noticed nobody's making a fuss. Like they're walking in the parking lot. Nobody's saying nothing. People are wow. sitting at the table of restaurant. And I looked at my wife and I said, this is, is the, the name of the supermarket is King. And I said, is King's on fire? And she said to me, just close your eyes and take a deep breath. And that was the second time I had a hallucination. Now, going to the hospitals and meeting all these people, I met people that were having hallucinations from it. And one guy was laying in bed almost having a heart attack and seeing a hand come out of his bed and grab his face. That's pretty and messed up. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. And... Um, but I was lucky enough to be able to say to myself, you know, that's not real. Yeah. You know, that's not real. So I didn't go into a panic, but I could describe everybody the way they look, what they wore. It was amazing. I always said if I had a police artist here, I could describe that person to him and he could sketch the person out. So all yeah. that all that on top of depression as well. I mean, depression yeah. is, is a beast it's an ugly beast that, that just grows and grows and it then it it raises yeah. up and it just bites your head off and and that's how i describe depression it's just, it's, yeah yeah there's yeah. words yeah no you're right you're right and and it's just a terrible thing um there are countless people a lot worse off than i am i think that i just think different about things you know i look at life a little bit different and uh so i'm able to to handle Maybe not 20 years ago, but now I'm able to handle things a lot, a lot different, you know. And uh, I think we all you know, we all look yeah. at life differently because right. we are all yes. different. We're all unique, right. aren't we? And and, yeah. and you know, God made us the way that we are. And yes, um, he did. We have to work hard to understand how other people right. think. That's what that's what right. I that's what I that's what yes. I've learned. Yes. yes. <laughs> If we don't agree with it, we'll blame him. 
you know so um you know <laughs> yeah so you you've told me a little bit about your creative journey there haven't you yeah well, but, it was, but it, you know. has has going through all of the struggles that you've gone through depression and and the the long covid long horror syndrome right right uh, what has that done to your creativity this series is called uh, creative in brokenness so how is that what you've well, gone I, through i think my thinking process has changed and what i always knew was important before has now really moved to the top of my my thinking process and like I'm married 38 years. I have a, a daughter, you know, 37. I have a grandchild, seven years old. And um, and they've always been important. In my mind, I just didn't know how important. And uh, But they were always there, always important. I'm always there for them. They're always there for me. But something changed inside. Something just really changed inside. Like, like I, I haven't been able to drive now for 10 months. So mm-hmm. my, my, if we go out to, to get something, obviously my wife drives, but when we get out of the car, she'll come around and grab my arm because I'm like a, a wobbling willy. I go back and forth and, uh, and I look and I see her arm holding mine and, and I think completely different. Just, you know, thank God for real that she is there. My daughter does the same thing. We had gone on vacation for three days and I couldn't walk. And I was in a wheelchair and I felt terrible. And my wife and daughter said, don't feel bad. We're going to push you. It's not different. My granddaughter loved it because she wanted to sit on my lap. So she didn't have to walk either. But she was the only one that loved it, you know. And um, I have a son-in-law who's just, you know, the, the best of the best. And um, so that has changed me inside. And I think that changes my my um my writing, my creativity, if you want to say it. I, I look at things, you know, uh, just different, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, still not, I'm still not a great writer, and I'm still not a good writer. <laughs> but it just, it, you know, I have to say that because I'm sure my phone's are broken. There's going to be a word spelled wrong you know, you're going to find something. What? But the other night, I, I'm, I'm daydreaming the other night, and I'm thinking about uh, my hands are reaching over Jordan. And I'm like, well, where did that come from? Or I could hear the angels, I could hear the angels calling. And I leaned over to my wife. I said, I might be dying. I think I hear the angels calling. And um, so all these words are coming up in, in, in different things, and I start writing them down. You know, to You're listening to the Dog in the Pod Chat Show, the show for creative Christians, created by creative Christians. If you're a creative Christian, then why not get in touch and come on the show? What what do you say about uh, up at three o'clock in the morning, writing poetry, uh, and the words coming into your head, uh, and you can't stop them? I I know what that's like. I, I have that. You, you yeah. know, I can, I can be in the shower, cleaning my teeth or all sorts, doing all sorts of mundane things right. and, and words just come into. And I, I think you're a bit like that as well. And I've yeah. read I've read some of your poetry. And when you say yeah. that you're not a good writer, I disagree, because um, I think 
you're you are like me that your poetry you want to you want to get a message out to people right. through your words right. and you do that your message Thank you. in in your words uh, you get to know who you are through reading your poems. So, yeah. yeah. So, but but when people see you in the street, they don't see they don't see the 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 struggles that you've no. had. They don't no. see the the invisible disabilities, do they? No, no not so, at all. I'm a I'm a big jokester. I joke a lot. I say a lot of crazy <laughs> things. Uh, and I, I really do. I say a lot of great things, and and I find um, I find I find that rewarding. And even if I make myself the front of the joke, and they laugh, I feel like <laughs> I did something. I tell my daughter, if you make three people laugh every day or smile every day, you did your part. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's and, and it's the truth. So, and a lot of people go, "How do you think of that?" Well, you know, and I go, "Well, the first time you hear it, the first time I hear it, because it just." comes out of my mouth you know and, and i do i say a lot of crazy stuff and they laugh and, and that's the big thing so yeah when i fall apart they're going we thought he was a little crazy because he's making his laugh all the time you know and um but that's I, I at one point i said to myself maybe that's what god wants me to do just be a kind laughing foolish person but for a reason yeah you know and i, I just i believe that yeah I, I do exactly the same. I, I make myself the brunt of the joke. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't care if people laugh at me. You know. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's um, they have a smile on their face. They're happy. Sometimes they say thank you. <laughs> I go to myself, they're thanking me yeah. for for being crazy. A, a few weeks back, I was leaving a diner. You know. You know what a diner is. In this yeah, diner, yeah. Right? I've oh, been, okay, okay. yeah. I've been in a diner. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving a diner, and um, there's two older women walking my way. So I stood there and I opened the door and I held the door for them. And the woman says, "Oh, thank you so much. That is so kind of you." She says, "Men don't." You know, she goes, "Men don't do that anymore." I said, "I said, well, I'm not really a man." <laughs> she said she said what do you mean i says i'm a part-time guardian angel on loan from god and he <laughs> asked me to stand here today to hold the door open for and the woman hugged me she had tears in her eyes you know and my and my daughter was standing here and she goes you're the best you're the best dad. and you know so you know that's an incredible witness to people isn't it yeah yeah i think so i think so yeah you know so you bring up God, but you bring it bring it up in a different way. You know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We're just doing a study called uh, the, the front line, uh, being on our front line, and that is okay. like, that's about taking uh, the gospel message to the people right. that we meet in our daily lives. What you've just right. explained there is exactly that. Right, right. At a diner and holding the door and right. Yeah, that's fantastic. How do you? When you've got issues and struggles and disabilities, and you realize other people are going through very similar things, what what do you do? What can you do to help them and encourage them? Especially what I've realized is that being creative, right? Actually, and, and I think you say this on your website as well, that being creative helps your mental health. 
And what, yes. can, what can you say, what can you do to help other people that are struggling, people that might be listening to this now that, that think, well, I'm not a creative person. What would you say? I think, I think everybody's creative in their own way. I really believe that. I really believe that that it's it's your thinking, yeah, is what makes you creative. So maybe you think a little different, you know. Um, for some people, it could be as simple as just writing a line or two of kind words and 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 posting them. You don't have to write, you know, uh, five, six, seven paragraphs. You can write two words, two lines rather, and two lines could really touch somebody. You know, I I thought about making up business like business type cards from saying and every time you see somebody if somebody held the door open you go wait a minute I got something for you and you hand it to them you just you know something thank you very much for being kind just that you know, whatever you're right you know or I'm a guardian angel from heaven or law I'm a guardian angel or law from God you know I just want to tell you thank you for doing something nice for me or a two-line prayer you know or whatever I think people could do that I think people truthfully you need to do that because you can get caught up so drastically in what i call the me syndrome where oh why am i going through this oh the pain hurts so bad and all of a sudden you're in the the darkest black hole yeah. you can get into yeah. you know like I, I, I do something i do something new now every day i do this thing i don't why i do it i don't know at three o'clock i make a cup of tea now I'm a coffee guy, but I yeah. make a cup of ginger tea, oh. and and I sit out. I sit out inside because it's cold. By us, by a front window, a big picture window, have, and all the lights are out, but it's still light outside. And I sit there and I have a cup of tea, and I just relax and think about nothing, and just try to get myself calm. There has been a couple of times I have fallen asleep in a chair, <laughs> and my wife, my wife came home, and the house is dark. <laughs> and she's walking in and she goes, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. I was relaxing. But now I've been doing it every day. And it, help, it helps me. It really does help, you know, and, um, and I enjoy it. Yeah, we all need that quiet time to regenerate. Right. And, you know, right. whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, you know, we all need to, well, uh, in this country, we call it self-care. I don't know what you call it in the States, but self-care. Uh, we need yeah. me, me time. Me time. Me time, we need it, you know. Right. Going back to being creative, you said that we are all creative. I believe that as well because God made us in His image, Absolutely. and God right. is the Creator. So if we're made right. in God's image, then we're, we're all going to be creative, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we need to encourage people to find that that level of creativity. So, right. What. What's your plans for the future regarding create, being creative? What, what's your next steps? Yeah, I, I have this, I have this goal, and and my my goal is to, and I don't know how it's going to work out, how I'm going to do it. I know I'll start driving again soon, and I've snuck out of the house when nobody's been around, and I drove one or two times, you know, just to see if I can do it. Yeah, but I wanted to, I wanted to do this. Um, I refer to it as a prayer thing, where if uh, people call and say, you know, my father could really use prayer, my mother could really use prayer, my sister's sick, she could really use prayer, where well, I would go to where they're at. Yeah. As long as it's not as long as it's not a hundred miles away. 
way. Yeah. But I mean, I would go to their home and go in and pray for them and never, ever, ever charge a dime. Yeah. Because I just, I got this thing on my head, it's a God thing and I can't charge. Uh, yeah. And um, this even happened to me in a little bit of a different way about four or five years ago, four years ago, I wanted, for whatever reason, the way my mind thinks, I wanted to be ordained. And the only reason I wanted to be ordained was so that God would know that I was 100% serious. Now, I'm sure if I said to him, I'm 100% serious, would be okay. But in my mind, I had to do this. I had to prove it. So I got involved with a group called the International Christian Ministers Association. And they're based out of here in the United States and became very friendly with a bunch of people. And I wanted to do it by Christmas, yeah. as a Christmas, as Christmas gift to me, you know, and I did it. That was the only reason I did it. No more. Then a, a woman that I knew for a long, long time, who had gone through a long time, said, would you perform our wedding service? Uh, oh, I, 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 I really don't want that. Yeah. I've listened to your podcast on this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Oh, please, please. So I said, all right, I'll do it. And um, it was in a Mexican restaurant out of all places. And I said, I will do it. And then they said, well, how much do you want? And I said, I don't want nothing. I can't take nothing. And then a second one came, a third one came. And then like, I'm up to 11 now. <laughs> and But I don't charge anybody. I, I can't charge anybody. Yeah. But one couple was insistent on at least paying something. So I said, you know what? Write a check out for $100. It's called the Elks Center over here. Okay. And they work and they work with handicapped children. Right. And make the check out to them and make your wedding a celebration. And they're getting something out of it because I cannot take the money. So it's the same thing what I'm trying to say about the prayer. I don't yeah. want to charge anybody come to the house if you want me to come there and pray for you that's 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 an honor to me yeah. you know so uh so that's where i'm at and i'm hoping i could uh, people that way. in yeah. some way in some small way it doesn't have to be true. that's incredible that you're ordained and you're doing yeah. weddings oh, it's well. not a, it's not in this day and time anybody can go ordained but this was a little different these people were a lot more um a lot more serious it wasn't like you know um they have some of these groups out there ordain anybody. You can send your dog in and get the dog ordained. But this isn't like this. This is a totally different different organization and uh, very nice people. Very, very nice people. And the head gentleman, you know, Pastor Jeff Godsey. And one of the reasons why I went with them, not only did they like them, but the head pastor's last name is Godsey. The first three letters of his last name are G-O-D. So I said, so I said, maybe that's my my sign. That's where I should go. And but nice people. Nice women, you know. So, and, uh, what about your name, Doc Dalton? Are you actually a doctor as well? No, no that's <laughs> not even. That's not my real name. That's been a stage name for uh, oh, thirty five years. Yeah. Well, okay. Years. Yeah. Yeah. My my real name is Keith. Okay. And, uh, but no, nobody calls me that. Everybody calls me that. only like two or three people, like family that knows me, calls me Keith. You know? and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. The, the stage name has really become, in a sense, my real name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's good. Doc, it's great chatting to you. I'd, I'd love to pray for you before we go. Absolutely. I would love, yeah. to, I would love to read you. Yeah. Absolutely. Lord, I want to thank you for this man, for, for Keith, for Doc Dalton. 
Lord, for the, the man that you've made him into, Lord. We've go, he's gone through such difficult struggles and he's still going through those struggles. We all go through struggles. But, Lord, his creativity, the stuff that is coming out of him, is it's supernatural, Lord. And I thank you for the way that you, you speak into his heart and you give him words to speak out to, to as a message lord and i just pray for his message now for his podcast for uh, the coffee and prayer podcast lord to, to for it to reach out to to thousands and millions of people around the world lord i just pray lord that you will intervene and make that such a, a big thing and i just pray now lord that for for healing for uh, that that doc will be able to uh, drive again soon and, and be able to do all the things that he used to do. Thank you, God, that you are the God that heals and that, Lord, you see everything that we do. And I just pray, Lord, that you will bless Doc in all that he does. Yeah, in your name, Jesus. Amen. Just Amen. remind, just Thank remind you so us, much. Remind us where people can find you online. Okay, my website is docdalton, B A L T O N dot com, and everything is there. Yeah, so everything is there and uh, about me, the poems, gallery, little things I do on the side, everything is here. And your podcast is really worth tuning into. Thank really you. I, had, I, I have stopped it now for a while. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. But with everything that was going on, I mean, I just couldn't do it. It was just impossible yeah. to do it. And, and, uh, but I'm glad you like the podcast so much. It's great. Really bless you. Do. Bless you, and my if friend. You, bless you. And if you look at my website, I have your link up. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though... God bless and goodbye.